0: Thank you.
1: Welcome to another sparkling edition of The Thought Police with me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan. Uh, Kevin, you've been in um, a couple of hours now, but you've only chosen this fucking moment to have your sandwich.
0: Yeah, well, I was fucking starving for the whole two hours. I've been waiting for this moment just to fuck you up. I know,
1: well, it this fucking works every time. Now, we've got lots to do today because we've we got. Throughout this podcast. Yeah. By the way. What are you actually eating? What sort of sandwich do you have?
0: Uh... It's uh, like peanut butter and tomatoes. And tomatoes.
1: Do you know what I was going to get a sandwich today upstairs? Peanut butter and tomato? Yeah. Are you fucking joking? I have oh, that all the time. Peanut butter and tomato. I've
0: anything like that. Why is that amazing? That's fucking
1: horrendous. You don't have You have peanut that butter. Gosh? Well, you have peanut butter with, with jam, right? Or jelly, as they call it in America. <laughs> so long. Um, or you have peanut butter on fruit, maybe. Yeah. But you don't fucking have it with tomato. Yeah, you do. That's disgusting. Do you
0: know what else I have it
1: with? Your fucking vegan lifestyle's uh, taking a turn for the a worse. I fucking
0: vegan, I was at horseradish
1: as well. Oh, what, with <laughs> peanut butter? Jesus. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right? I was gonna have a ham sandwich upstairs but they only had ham and coleslaw. What sort of fucking idiot puts coleslaw in a ham sandwich? Fuck off.
0: Do you know when we were in the Mirror Group, right, they used to, the staff canteen there? Yeah. Uh, used to have that was sa- good,
1: actually. I used to go there shit-faced and yeah. fucking absolutely hoover it all up.
0: Well, they used to have this sandwich, right, which they, they used to make fucking hundreds of them every day. And right. I don't know why, because no one ever ate them. <laughs> it was, vegetarian, uh, it was a vegetarian sausages with writer. You know, that stuff you put on what? curry.
1: What in a sandwich? Yeah,
0: that was their. It was their top okay, set. Well, no. it was their bottom set. Of yeah. Sandwich. Nobody fucking. They had it. about as much Jones idea. They had about as Jones much, of much of idea
1: of fucking making food as they're making fucking newspapers. Making a newspaper. You yeah. know, useless cunts. Anyway, let's talk about uh, our favourite footballer. Uh, what's Kurt his name Kurt Zuma, Kurt Zuma, uh, who is of course a French international currently uh, not flavour of the month at West Ham United and what we don't know as we speak is whether or not anything's going to happen to him but I mean this is a right fucking twat this guy right kicking a dog sorry kicking okay. a cat around his house in North London um drop-kicking it effectively, and then putting out a statement saying he's very sorry, the cat's fine. Well, the cat's clearly not fucking fine, and neither is he. Uh, yeah, if there's any West Ham
0: fans out there, your uh, star defender, Kurt Zuma, is a fucking A-grade industrial-strength cunt. <laughs> what a fucking thing to do. It's a I shocking mean, thing not to only, do. Not only is it a cuntish thing to do, it's a terrible uh, example of animal cruelty, yeah. uh, revealing he's some sort of fucking psychopath. Uh, but the silly cunt and his Daft ass fucking brother. Yeah. Uh, they make a video of it. They, go, oh, this would be funny on Snapchat. Yeah. Shove it out on Snapchat. He's probably wrecked his fucking career. Yeah.
1: And he makes 120 grand. So he makes about six and a bit million a year, right? So if he does get kicked out of West Ham, which I hope he does, and if he does get kicked out of the Premier League, which I also hope he does, uh, he will have given, uh, he, will, he will fucking wave goodbye to probably a roundabouts, I think, what was he, about 26, 27? Yeah, right. I mean, right. he's got, say, three or four decent years it's left in him. Player, so yeah. he's going to wave goodbye to something in the order of 30 million fucking quid. Yeah, he's
0: a fucking what good What a twat. twat. He's a fucking good is player. Is he? Oh, he's really good defender, yeah. Uh, plays for France, you know. Uh, and, uh, by the way, I keep saying this, his middle name's Happy. and he's named Well, up, he's not fucking
1: happy now, is he?
0: And he's named after Kurt Sloan, who was played by Jean-Claude Van Damme in the 1989 right. hit movie classic, kickboxer <laughs> so he's still kickboxing his fucking cat all over the I mean it's
1: really disgusting well, I mean you know,
0: not... what what's is interesting is uh, so far and uh, we don't know what'll what happen after this podcast but so far uh, West Ham's reaction has been, we'll handle this internally. No, you fucking no, won't. No, no. You won't. Well, this
1: is the thing. I mean, one thing that you know about this country, and we all said this, didn't we? When you were running any kind of campaign at newspaper level, uh, if it was for sort of saving kids, you might get quite a good result. But you'd get far more people giving you money if it was about saving animals. People
0: in this country are animal lovers. They, they are. They fucking hate things like that. And West Ham... Are
1: the French are it. also animal lovers, though. What the fuck's he thinking?
0: West Ham, I can tell them. They've got 22 uh, big money sponsors. Right. Every single one of those sponsors will be saying to West Ham, uh, we're not sponsoring you if Kurt fucking Zuma plays for you. Yeah. So, uh, I bet you, at uh, West Ham, uh, David Moyes, not known for his uh, all-round... Uh, social conscience uh, we'll be thinking he would be picking uh, Zuma tonight but he fucking won't be I don't think well I
1: think they'll certainly at least see the sense in not I mean he's on the front page of the Sun today right so it's not exactly a story that nobody's seen we've been talking about it on talk radio all fucking day um, at the end of the day they'll find some reason not to play him I would have thought wouldn't yeah,
0: they yeah and uh, the question is is do they play him again because as I say the sponsors won't like it it's uh, an egregious example of terrible off pitch behaviour and football has changed as we found out from the mason green greenwood case yeah yeah that guy's up for he's allegedly raped and sexually abused a girl uh, threatened to kill her uh, submitted her to a reign of terror he's been uh, interviewed by police no charges yet so he's still allegations uh but manchester united have dropped him like a stone so quite have, rightly so of uh nike yeah uh, he was on 120 grand a week as well Uh, plus his Nike money. So he's lost a fortune. And because of the charges against him, I mean, they have to be found guilty. But if he is found guilty, uh, and you'd have to say, looking at the evidence, it doesn't look good for him, uh, he'll never play again. Mm. That is a change in uh, attitude of the football world. Because in the past, uh, because he hasn't been charged yet, Man United would have picked him. He'd have played right up until the fact he was found guilty. Yeah. Uh, But now, they're they're much more aware of their brand, uh, of uh, not offending people, and to keeping their sponsorship money. So, footballers who behave like cunts off the pitch pay a fucking heavy price now.
1: Well, they should as well, because they, they think, I think, that they are invincible, because they're young guys who've got so much fucking money, they literally don't know what to do with it. And they think... That they can actually um, get away with almost anything because they're used to just paying people off. Yeah. Because when you've got that kind of money, you can. I mean, imagine making 120,000 pounds a week. Yeah, I mean, well, that's not even the when top. You're whack. Years old. That's not even the top whack for this for for for, for the going rate for. For a footballer, but I mean, I, I literally can't imagine having that kind of money. Yeah, but you know, Mason. Greenwood, what would you do with it?
0: Yeah, Mason Greenwood. Do you know? Uh, you know what age he was when Man United signed him up?
1: Probably about seven. Six. Right. He was six years old. Right.
0: Ever since then, now when they do that, these clubs, they buy the parents, the family. Well, this is well. why
1: I've always said about Marcus Rashford. You know, Marcus Rashford talks about being destitute when he was young. If he was signed up by Man United when he was that sort of age, why was he fucking destitute? What? Was he? Well, it says he was. Well I mean, since we're talking about food, you just he's, carry on.
0: He's, he's worried about starving children. <laughs> it's a terrible when kids can't eat. Fucking,
1: I mean, a fucking disaster banker. Fucking hell. People. Anyway, look, Zuma apparently um <laughs> still has yet to be fucking charged by the RSPCA. Two thousand five hundred people have signed a petition. There's not very many. I bet it's a lot more than that. This is a report in the fucking mail online. I bet they got that fucking wrong. Um Apparently, £29 million is what West Ham paid for him to come over and play here. I just don't think he's going to be welcome to play in this country anymore. I think you'll be fucking sent packing.
0: Put it this way. I I think it it is a crime for which uh, West Ham will not forgive him because of financial reasons. Because they'll lose. They've got 22 sponsors. Yeah. If they put Zuma out, I reckon about 10 of them will pull out and that'll be millions of pounds. Yeah.
1: Well, money talks, as always, right? right. Uh, But that'll be why West Ham have been a bit slow on the uptake here, because they won't want to fire him. They won't want to get rid of him. He's probably quite a key player for them as well. And you know what that's like when somebody's that fucking key... Um, basically you're not going to get rid of him without a fight
0: yeah fucking cunt anyway fucking he just played Kidderminster and West Ham only just managed to beat him 2-1 yeah there were some
1: fucking interesting results over the course of the last weekend weren't there I suppose you were unhappy to see Manny Knight get knocked out on penalties uh,
0: yeah I was unhappy about that I wasn't particularly happy about Fulham <laughs> we, we've been singing
1: for weeks <laughs> I saw your tweet Manchester yeah.
0: coming for you Yeah, fucking pissed all over us well
1: I mean that would have probably been predictable to be fair I was
0: just talking to a, a, a Man City fan uh, here at uh, Talk Radio Towers. And we agreed that Fulham's biggest mistake was uh, Abbey um, um, Caballero, our brilliant 19-year-old, scored in the fourth minute. And I think Manchester City said, fuck that. Right. <laughs> they scored in the sixth right. and the twelfth, right. and the rest was history. They yes. Kissed,
1: they well, they do up. have several gears, don't they, Manchester City? Yeah, and, they uh, so, I, th- I
0: think, I'm go- I, you know, much as I like Fulham, I think I might admit that Manchester City. Yes. Is
1: a bit well, I did enjoy fast. your tweet when you put it out saying that. Uh, we i can't have to play for the draw. have to play for the draw. It's only 4 <laughs> 1 time. down. Extra go, time. go for extra <laughs> And time. Say, everything's still to play
0: for. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. Although, you know, there are some football fans who are that fucking deluded that they still think that that Kind of I, I
0: once got involved, I'm not kidding you, in a debate on Twitter. Mm. You know, like the these, some of these football fans are so blind to oh, yeah. their own love for their team. Yeah. He literally, he was quite a nice guy, it wasn't an insulting conversation. Mm. He literally could not understand why everyone didn't support Liverpool. He, he just could not concede Amazing. Of the possibility that someone might support another team. Right. He said, I oh, don't get it, I right. just don't get it.
1: What, what was his reasoning for that? Well,
0: because he just thinks that Liverpool are everything in the centre of the universe right. and there's no other team worthy of consideration for support. It's really weird, isn't it? Now, well, I got into, got into a lot of trouble. The cunts in Liverpool who support yeah, well,
1: yeah, there is that. I mean, there's also, I got into a lot of trouble with Manchester City fans because I once said on Talk Sport that I wouldn't recognise Yaya Arturo if he got off at a bus stop near me. And uh, they all went nuts. They all were like, oh, "Of course he fucking plays you fucking Champions League, you fucking wanker, yeah." I was, him, I know. I said, "Well, I still don't know what he looks like, you know," and neither do you, by the way, right? So, of course, I was all over there. You got this thing called Blue Moon, one of their chat rooms, yeah, right? right? I was fucking on it for weeks, <laughs> weeks, and every time anyone rang in from says you're the one who doesn't recognise Yaya Tory, you fucking prick. We're talking and that you going? What's we're wrong with you? Talking about
0: shit. I still, I still see, keep seeing these absolutely. Piss poor pathetic attempts of humour about you and concrete. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: you still. How's the concrete growing going? Yeah. Do you know what was really funny was I ran into the guy from the last leg? You know the Aussie guy, Adam uh, Adam Hills, is it? Yes, it. He was in uh, doing an interview. Yeah, he's he's in doing an interview um, with Virgin, right? And so um i saw him coming out and i thought i'm gonna fucking go and say hello to him because they did me over but actually they were quite funny i didn't mind what they did anyway um because they actually had a concrete plant a bit like the one you had in uh in the thought police <laughs> live show and um i went up to him right and he's walking with some agent or other some woman and i went you're adam hills uh from um from the last leg aren't you and he went yeah and he could look he could see he was looking a bit nervous he didn't know what the fuck was coming and i went uh i'm mike graham the concrete guy and he went huh and he sort of looked at me, shook my hand, but kind of looked a bit startled, but wasn't quite sure what to do. And then he sort of kept walking. Then he came back um, and I was over by the coffee machine and he, and he walked past again and said, oh, cheerio. And then he stopped and he took his mask off, came back in and said, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't really I wasn't sure what you meant before. He said, oh, it's great to meet you. And then he was he was like my biggest fucking fan. He was like, oh, this is great. So imagine he doesn't get most times when he meets somebody he's taking the piss out of. Um, anything other than a smack in the face. The point is, but I couldn't give a fuck. The thing that people don't seem to get is that everybody knows me now as the concrete guy. Yeah. What's fucking
0: wrong with that? And uh, yeah, and look at your look at your, your rage Yes, numbers,
1: your radio. I know.
0: Just in case uh, folks don't realise, Mike got incredible ratings. The biggest show on talk radio, uh, and I think
1: uh, it can't it's be a, a mistake. Great
0: show Mike, obviously, but also. Uh, some of that will be down to the concrete. Yeah, it will be. Twelve million people know who I am. For five, 12 well, million do you know? Views,
1: do you it? know it was revamped again over the weekend, a couple of weekends ago, uh, on TikTok? Did another five million because somebody That's fucking it. somebody attached it to some fucking video what they do think would of do. A
0: sort of concrete thing
1: that I can fucking well. well say. I think we. Well, this is it. People always say. It's only marriage. Yeah, no, well it's about to. You know, the thing is, people say, "Can you not do a viral video?" And you go, "No, you can't. You have to fucking just do something, and then it becomes a viral video." I mean, even the day that we did it. I had no idea it was gonna go like it fucking went. I remember going in to do Plank of the Week, right? And it was on something like um forty thousand and I uh, thought that's quite good. Yeah. By the time we'd finished Plank it was on a million. Yeah, I know. I was going, fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway, listen, this is a good time to tell you that it's uh, 2022. As if you didn't know, we're now into February, right? But there's a new offer coming your way from Manscaped, and it's the Manscaped Performance Package 4. Now, I'm happy to say that finally I've been able to get some stuff to Kevin, um, so he's going to be enjoying it, uh, I dare say, later on. I, oh, don't... I have.
0: I've got a fantastic range of products from Manscaped via Mike, uh, he's been promising me this for about six it's
1: true well I remember to bring in it in there today uh, there's, some, there's, some, there's some aftershave cologne as some people will call it uh, the, the six pack is a great new year's resolution so this is what it is oh, it geez. contains six essential tools for the ultimate grooming routine so what you get is the lawn mower, uh, which is an electric trimmer designed to trim hair uh, on loose skin the skin safe technology cuts out all sorts of problems you also get a little spotlight so you can see what you're doing because that's quite important because yeah. you n- <laughs> y- <nick yourself. laughs> don't want to, to nick problems. yourself in the wrong place, <laughs> right? You've got the crop preserver, uh, which is also for anti chafing, which right. you can figure out. Yeah. Um, so, you can get all this really great stuff. All you've got to do is get 20% off with free shipping. Uh, you go to manscaped.com and use the code POLICE. So, get 20% off, go to manscaped.com. Use the code word police, and that's twenty percent off uh, all sorts of great things that you can get uh, from Manscapes over the course of the next few weeks. And brilliant, uh, you brilliant. know, just go for it; it's great stuff. And you'll now know. In fact, next time we do it, you can tell everybody how you got on and whether because I haven't actually smelled the cologne. I I, I only got one of those. I, so I I didn't keep it. I've, I've generously given it to you.
0: You have. It's very kind of you because uh, I'm running out.
1: So no, excellent uh, plan. Gonna, I will let you know. Well, do you know one of the things actually about? I'm
0: loving Manscapes, they've been really. They've
1: been fantastic. They? They're really supportive. So thank you very much indeed. Um, the funny thing is well about um, not traveling anywhere because i haven't been abroad right Is normally when i'd go abroad that's when i'd buy aftershave and so oh, yeah that's so yeah, uh, yeah so i'm now i used to have about seven or eight different ones right i'm down to three Threes, yeah. because i haven't fucking been anywhere
0: fucking
1: hell. so anyway uh, let's talk about uh keir starmer and the incident which everybody else is talking about i'm not talking about the so-called mob scenario i'm talking about the uh, house of commons the slur was he slurred upon or not i mean yeah. my view is is that it was a fucking it yeah. was the right let's, thing to say and he should have said it let's get this
0: straight boris johnson accused him of failing to prosecute jimmy saddle when he was the director of public prosecutions uh, and spending all his time instead trying to prosecute journalists Now, the latter is absolutely true. He spent so much time and effort trying to prosecute uh, journalists. Uh, for paying public officials and corrupting them. Uh, Every single fucking case ended in complete acquittal. He failed to prosecute a single journalist, spent about 40 million quid along the way uh, in this... Disrupted a lot of lives as well. Ruined and disrupted a lot of lives. A lot of of journalists spent two years of hell waiting for their court case only to be acquitted. Absolute disgrace. Mm. Uh, Secondly, you know, he says that... Uh, the Crown Prosecution Service, uh, which he was in charge of, failing to prosecute, deciding mm. not to prosecute Jimmy Savile, uh, he didn't know about. No. Now, you have to accept that. However, he's the guy in charge. Yeah. Uh, the Jimmy Savile file comes into his organisation, yeah. the Crown Prosecution Service. Uh, someone lower down the chain than him looks at it and says there's no grounds for prosecution. Yeah. Uh, that was such a massive fucking mistake that P- Keir Starmer, the Director of Public Prosecutions, had to stand up and make a public apology. He made an apology so in 2013, did you didn't me, he? tell me, Mike, where the fucking fake news is? That People right. say, hey, Boris Johnson is spreading fake news. Yeah. That's a lie. But That's do you know why, though? What's the fucking lie? Well, do you
1: know why? This is what they're trying to do. What they're trying to do is liken Boris Johnson's accusation, which is what we can call it, I suppose, if you like, um that he's like Donald Trump. He's basically saying things deliberately, knowing that it will inflame people to the point where uh, they will think that there's some kind of secret paedophile ring. I don't think that was Boris Johnson's attention, intention at all. I think he was simply trying to make out that he wasn't a very good director of public prosecutions, which he fucking wasn't, by the way. He didn't actually have any great successes. He came from a background of human rights. That was the law he used to practice. Yeah. So he was not very good at actually prosecuting anyone. Uh, you know?
0: I'll tell you what. Uh, when I assume total power... Yeah.
1: Human when will that lawyers, be? Uh, well, fairly soon. Okay. Like I do, I'll look human, forward to that.
0: Human rights, and we're going to have the death
1: penalty by fire. Right. Human rights <laughs> lawyers, every single cunt, <laughs> one of them, along the wall, fucking Yes. Execute. I mean, we don't need them. They really, I was listening to one the other day, talking to fucking Ian Collins about, you know, why the fucking asylum seeker problem hasn't been oh, sorted God, yet. Right? And he, all he fucking went on about was the fact that, oh, well, the thing is, it's because the Home Office don't, uh, tra- you know, process the, uh, the uh, applications fast enough. No, it's not. The problem is that they keep fucking. Coming here yeah. when they shouldn't—that's the fucking problem. Because of cunts like him. And if you think that all human rights lawyers aren't cunts, right? I'll give you Sadiq Khan. Yes. A cunt. Yes, indeed. Cunt. Absolutely. And a man who has fucked up London what in fuck more fucking he ever ways.
0: His legal exams anyway. He hasn't got a fucking brain cell.
1: Well, he hasn't. He probably got somebody else to do it for fucking him. Moron. I mean, he really is absolutely fucking unreal. What is going on? But you know, yeah, but the anyway, fact he, is that, he was that this is a
0: disastrous th- d- director of public He was. Because his signature policy was the hounding of all these journeys. Yes. Yeah. There were like thirty-four.
1: Which years. was a totally political uh, decision, by uh, the way. Yeah, uh, it was to get. Because uh, it was, was that wanker Tom Watson, wasn't it, who started it all?
0: And it was from the Labour. When side. he was fat. Do you know why? You know Do why you remember I mean? when he was fat? <laughs> yeah. Before
1: he lost all that fucking weight.
0: We've seen the pictures of him now. Still yeah. Still fat. Is um, he? I thought yeah. he'd lost it all. Yeah, but he's still... Has he gone... But no, he... Yeah, he, but he was so fucking He fat. became sort of cadaverous. He's, like,
1: he's lost He's lost a
0: few stone, but he's still fucking fat. Mm. He's still a cunt as well. He's still a cunt, that's um, for sure. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, this was this was a uh, payback to The Sun. Oh, yeah. Because The Sun ditched the Labour Party. Yes. You remember when they dramatically right. told Gordon Brown... Yeah. Sorry,
1: and was it not, not on the eve of his um, his speech at the conference yeah, as well? yeah, that's right. And he wasn't very happy and about it.
0: After that, it was get The Sun. Yeah. That's why they did this. Mm. So... That was his big signature policy as director of public prosecutions. And it was a fucking expensive disaster and also an absolute scandal. Right. So when Sajid Javid said um, Keir Salma deserves, uh, quote, absolute respect for, his, for the job he did as Director of Public Prosecutions, nothing could be further from the truth. He deserves absolute fucking contempt.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. And he's not much better at running the fucking but Labour why are Party. are all going around saying it's fake news? Because they, it suits their agenda. Because they're trying to make out that Boris Johnson is trying to smear his good name. Well, he doesn't have a good name for a start. And they're also trying to use it to batter Boris Johnson with, right?
0: And you and I don't entirely agree on this, but I, I accept... Uh, and I, I kind of agree that what Boris Johnson said it was it was sort of spiteful, bitter, and childish. I don't think he should have done it. Yeah. But don't tell me it wasn't no. true. I see. I think. I mean, I
1: don't. I don't. I don't celebrate the fact that we are in this place that we are in. But politically speaking, within the current climate, it's perfectly legitimate to say what he said. And I know that it's not very classy, perhaps. And sometimes it's better to keep your fucking mouth shut. But you know, he's been taking shit from Starmer for the best part of the last two or three months, ever since it all went horribly wrong. You know, and they're not. They're not even pretending to like each other anymore. So I think fuck him. You know, if I was Johnson, I'd have have done the same thing. Gone. Well, you know what? Fuck you, mate. Look at your fucking record, and let's see what you. And I'm come not out
0: that Manura um, uh, quit because of that. I don't I'm buy that either. I, think it's part I said, of, I said part it to yeah. Plan. I said
1: it to John Brinton earlier today. You know, why didn't she resign when he fucking lied about um, not knowing about the parties? You, you and Allegra me, Stratton. Yeah,
0: she worked for, for 14 years. Yeah. Sort of. You're telling me that an offhand comment in the Commons. That she goes, Right, that's it, I'm leaving. No, there's a bigger right. plan going on. Yeah. Her husband's best mates
1: with Rishi Sunak. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Just fancy. And as you her husband's still in Downey Street, by the way.
0: Uh, I'm not sure I, I think yeah, your yeah, he is, is still, yeah you know, he's yeah, still yeah. in there so
1: he's you know this, it's a very bizarre fucking internecine interconnected world and Gitu Harry going back in right he's a fucking reader. I mean this, this is a guy who takes the knee at GB News I mean I love the fact that some people describe him as former GB News presenter I mean I think he was on one show and then they fired him for taking the knee but he was also with Boris at the uh, City of London um, uh, he when was he was... Right, was his, when he was head of communications. He was his head of communications, yeah. And, I mean, I'm told that, you know, they were bosom buddies and they used to hang around together quite a bit, drink a lot of beer, talk a lot about women, yeah. you know. And that's fine, but let's not pretend that he's going to set the record straight and it's all going to be all change at yeah, Downing Street. Boris can't change, can he?
0: The fucking guy is a Remainer knee taker. Yeah, who used to lobby for Huawei, yeah. the controversial Chinese mm. technology firm. Yeah, uh, fucking guy. Is and he's, he's at BBC but, Wales. I mean, that's you know, what he's from. You, see, it's, you know, it's not. The right background for someone who's going to get the conservative message over. And uh, what's he done since he become be, became uh, the head of communications at uh, Number Ten Downing? Not Street? sure. He's given a given a fucking interview saying that Boris marches around Number Ten Downing Street singing "I Will Survive." Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, he's uh, carried
1: a bottle he's, of water he's, yeah, he in. Or told, something, he told didn't
0: he? this sort of Welsh uh, website uh, that um, this is his comment on his new boss: mm. Boris is not a complete clown.
1: Right, that's so all right the, then. That's a, a ring, Well done.
0: A ringing endorsement yes, there. Yes, absolutely. I mean, this is a shit appointment.
1: Well, I mean, it will be to be seen. I think any appointment right now is not going to be a great appointment well, because well, it's all about protecting Boris Johnson. Um, also, you might not be the first choice. He might have gone to a load of people well, and no, gone, do you so fancy it. coming and working for me at Downing Street? Yeah. Oh, no thanks, I think the fact actually. That, the
0: fact that it's Gita Harry proves uh, that a lot of people don't want the job. It's like, it's like getting a job as a fucking steward on the Titanic, <laughs> isn't it? you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you fancy coming and joining us yeah, just yeah, before yeah. we fucking We've got a few hit the miles iceberg? We'll
0: to go to New York, but we can land you on the deck. Yeah, the
1: fucking... yeah. Just before we hit the fucking iceberg, why don't you come and join us? Yeah, great idea. Fucking hell, you know I've got a career to think about, but it is extraordinary, isn't it? Um, now. Uh, What I want to tell you is this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show. And this month we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health because, you know, we talked about this the other week. A lot of people um, have suffered from mental health problems, not least because of the lockdown and not least because of the fact they couldn't actually go uh, to work. So the good thing about BetterHelp uh, is that it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. It uses customised online therapy videos. Phones and even live chat sessions with your therapist. Give it a try uh, and see why over two million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. And what Thought Police listeners will get is ten percent off their first month at betterhelp.com uh, forward slash police. That's betterhelp.com forward slash police. So uh, thanks very much indeed for that. You and I have been talking about a lot, an awful lot of uh, of the stories in the news this week. What about that banker from the Bank of England, who I know that you uh, fucking support on the basis that he's told people not to get fucking pay rises, right? You know what the teachers in Scotland have done? And, I mean, the Bank of England yeah. still runs Scotland, well, never mind the uh, the economy of yeah. this country. They're asking for a 10% pay rise but, to right, fucking... Been well, been... so they're not listening to him. Yeah. They're taking no fucking notice of the government of the Bank of exactly England, who thinks... Good. I mean, I mean, these are people, right who have kept the schools closed (laughs) because they didn't want to fucking go to work. Forget about the fucking health aspect. Forget about what they've told you. Oh, the thing is, it's very dangerous, you know, very dangerous to be around children. They're the carriers of the disease. I mean, I don't think there's anyone from any school situation who has died of COVID. I don't think there's been a child from school that's died. I don't think there's been a teacher from school that's died. Nothing has been a problem in the schools, right? But they've been fucking shut for most of the last part part of the last eighteen months.
0: The generation down, uh, and it's know, fucking unreal. No, no disrespect to there are many many really dedicated teachers. Who, who,
1: not but not there's not that many who, who
0: did their best. But but the unions were a fucking national disgrace. Uh, you know, just keeping the c- uh, classrooms closed as long as they could. And then when they were dragged kicking and screaming back to school, you know, making poor little bastards wear masks, sitting freezing in yeah. What about Oh, well, that's the other thing. Cutting, cutting off the, off the fucking...
1: Of the door, I mean... Something. For Seriously? Seriously. And by the way, did you notice
0: that the Scottish Fire Brigade said immediately you can't do no. that at the fucking school? It's a fire
1: risk. I know. Um so here's what the unions in Scotland are saying. It's that the increase is only reasonable and fair because inflation is going up, um and they could then actually have a salary of something like um sixty six thousand pounds a year. To be a fucking teacher. Right, so I mean, head teachers currently on ninety eight thousand could get to one hundred and eight thousand. I mean, it's a ridiculous amount of money for a job which doesn't actually keep you employed for more than about two thirds of the year. Um, It's fucking unreal.
0: Yeah, you're right, and um, you know, so in that respect, I think Andrew Bailey's right. I mean, the only thing, look, I understand where you're coming from with Andrew Bailey. Yeah, but I, I, I sort of recoil a bit from this idea that anyone who's got lots who earns a lot of money. Hasn't got the right to say anything.
1: But that's not my point. I don't think he hasn't got a right to say anything. But what I am saying is, is that if you make an awful lot of money, a bit like your man, the fucking footballer, mm. you know, don't start pissing all over people because they can't afford their electricity bill. You know, what this is... saying that. He's
0: just saying that, that if you if you, uh, if you all demand uh, big pay rises uh, and you get them, it'll be bad for the economy. He's the governor
1: of the... Well, yeah, that. but he obviously is living in a fucking fantasy so world he, because... He
0: might, have, he might have had a better um, PR to uh, guide him through... Yeah, that, I mean, that, the only time I have got... Stormy a- water. The only time
1: I ever got a big pay rise was when I fucking gave, me, gave myself one um, when I was working for the Mirror. And I submitted a budget, right, for the Welsh Mirror in those days when I was first at, at the place. And we used to sit behind you guys around yeah. the back of the, uh, the showbiz the department. Pay,
0: right? Well,
1: I put I, here's what I did. Right? I submitted this fucking um, budget for the next year, um, which I was asked to do. And it gave myself a very hefty £20,000 pay rise, right? Yeah. Um, and much to my surprise, it fucking went through. And I got a phone call... <laughs> first of all from the chief exec said, you cleared this with piers i said uh, no i said he said well how come it's fucking comes through how come you've got pay rise i said well i put one in i said i presume somebody would say hang on a minute you can't have that but you can have this i thought you'd maybe give me like five ten percent of it you fucking gave me the whole lot and then i got the same call from piers going um did you clear this with roger i went no how the fuck have you got a pay rise? a fucking nightmare. It's going to have to come off my budget now. And nobody could explain how it happened, but I fucking kept it. Thanks, so go. it was great. Well, but they, most people don't get big pay rises, do they? Uh,
0: no, they don't. You know, when I got I, I got an enormous pay rise, to my total surprise, huh. was um, I was uh, I was running fi- features at the Mirror, yeah. uh, but I didn't like it much. And there was never much of it. Daily Mirror? Yeah. 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 And... Uh, it also has a kind of thankless job, though, Jonathan Ross was the film critic. Oh, yes. And uh, basically, Ross had
1: asked... For He's another one who called me an idiot on the concrete front. Oh, did he? Yeah, uh, Well, wanker. Ross had asked for, a, you know, a multi-million pound pay rise yeah. or something. Yeah, that was in the days when he was somebody. Yeah, and
0: Piers... Uh, I mean, and, and Jonathan Ross's uh, film critiques... Are, uh, well, we weren't talking Shakespeare, you know what I mean? Uh, Hemingway, he wasn't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so... Piers called me in, he said, uh, do you fancy being the Mirror's film critic? I said, yeah. He said, uh, only Jonathan Ross, he's asking for too much fucking money. Right. Uh, he, said, uh, he said, do you want to do it? I said, yeah. Uh, so uh, he, so my job after that, for the next uh, sort of 18 pleasant months, yeah. was... Was reviewing movies? Yeah, I used to go and watch four movies every week. Was that all? Then, then write about them on... Well, no, what well, about six films. Right. On Monday, Tuesday... On Wednesday, right. I used to write up. We used to do a double page spread across. The, I used to write them all up on Thursday. Right. Send the copy in, and it will go into the big, big old byline paper on the Friday. Right. I remember that. Yeah, uh, and it was a great job. I, spent, you know, just spent my. I never went to the office. So
1: you never had to do the features editing job again.
0: No, 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 no. Just what I just I stopped. I, I became right. film credit. And the point is, um, uh, when Piers called me and said, "Okay, do it." He said, I'm gonna pay you this. I'm not gonna say what
1: it was. It was fucking astronomical. Was it? Brilliant. Did he was he not aware it was a massive play rise then? (laughs)
0: Well no, he's I said, What I said, well, thanks, Piers. He said, well, fuck it, you know. He said, it's half as much as what fucking Ross right. is uh, asking, so you might as well have it. Said, Excellent. I've got a budget for it. Fantastic. It fucking huge pay rise. Fantastic. Well. So that was my big pay rise. Did you keep that as well,
1: then, when uh, you yeah, moved into other areas? Uh, well, that's the thing. Once until, you've got until it...
0: I, until I went to the Sunday Mirror to be their TV critic. Ah. Uh, and at that point, uh, they took me off the staff, and uh, I had to take... Uh, so I had to mm. take... Uh, uh, a bit of a pay cut I must
1: admit right? I mean those days have all fucking gone yeah. now haven't they I mean you look at now at the newspapers and you can see how thin they are particularly the mirrors output is so shit now What's that you point? just think what the fuck is the, point? the point what are they doing
0: there's about six people by it's, dead. it's yeah. dead
1: yeah well I told you I went to a, a leaving do over there at some point in the last sort of three four months and they were all going oh it's great we don't go to the office anymore I'm like what they don't even fucking want to and well, I can't imagine running a paper without actually being in a room with other people who are running the paper. The joke you? is, though,
0: I've got mates still there in the newsroom, uh, these reporters yeah. who, who don't go in. And uh, they, they phone each other up and they arrange to go to Canary Wharf. So they have a few beers together. So they can have a drink. So they're actually, mis- you know, they're yeah. proper old journalists. Right. And they miss they it. They actually miss it, yeah, you well, it's a bit like... You don't join a fucking newspaper to sit at
1: home. Yeah, no, I mean, I can see if you're a reporter that you don't necessarily have to go in the office. I mean, there was a time in the old days when you were never in the office because you were always out on the fucking road somewhere. Out on the piss. Out on, <laughs> on the piss, yeah, but you would never be in the office. And that was fine. But you'd go in occasionally to do your expenses or something, you know. But it's a bit but like also, the old... Also, it's so a bit it was, like the old civil servants, it still,
0: isn't it? It was still base
1: camp,
0: so every time you went to the office, even at the end of a story, you'd be in there at five o'clock, yeah. or maybe beforehand, some days you'd yeah. have to leave the other there's always was always a good caucus of 10 to 15 people you can go for some serious drinking with yeah and that's all gone now fucking bollocks isn't
1: it I know absolutely fucking horrendous anyway listen we've come to the end of yet another sparkling edition um, I'm going to be away next week but there will be um, another podcast so just, um,
0: uh, th- and uh, don't forget uh, we are starring in our own live shows. oh of
1: course on Saturday night yes in fact on. I can't, Saturday afternoon I can't believe it's that fucking we haven't really talked about that we've have got we. to work out what we're going to fucking talk about yeah you can't pull the old concrete trick again. You'll have yeah. to come up with something different. Yeah. But I'm sure we I, will. No, I'm
0: just going to walk up and just pour pour some uh, <laughs> a watering can over a brick and just turn around and say you're a cunt. Yeah.
1: Well, that will probably work. That will get them going. Um, I'm looking forward to it though. Should yeah. be good fun. Yeah. There might be still a couple of tickets available, so go and look at us uh, on uh, Thought Police on Twitter uh, or on Facebook. You might find a link there as well. And uh, so we will we'll see some. If you're Saturday. coming, uh, we'll see some of you on Saturday. Don't fucking be late, oh, unlike don't, O'Sullivan. Don't be, don't be late, you bunch. He'll bring his fucking sandwich. He'll probably sit on the fucking stage eating it. The cunt. <laughs> I'm do
0: it
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's your entrance. <laughs> Come on with a fucking sandwich, fucking wanker. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <laughs> kicking a dog, sorry, kicking okay. a cat around his house in North London. Um, drop-kicking it effectively, and then putting out statements saying he's very sorry, the cat's fine. Well, the cat's clearly not fucking fine, and neither is he.
0: Uh, yeah, if there's any West Ham fans out there, your uh, star defender, Kurt Zinn, is a fucking A-grade industrial-strength punk. <laughs> what a fucking thing to do. It's a I shocking mean, thing to only, do. Not only is it a cuntish thing to do, it's a terrible uh, example of animal quality, yeah. uh, revealing he's some sort of fucking psychopath. Uh, but this silly cunt and his daft ass fucking brother. Yeah. Uh, they make a video of it. They go, oh this will be funny on Snapchat. Yeah. Shove it out on Snapchat. He's probably wrecked his fucking career. Yeah.
1: Cunt. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?